Am I doing this right? Hello? Hello. Okay. Hey, Misha. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Okay. Am I doing this right? I think so. Hello. Hi, Hi. Maria. Hi. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is our time to shine. Hello. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh no, 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 it's okay. I just want to make sure um that we had everybody. Yeah. We yeah. are here. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, mama have arrived. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> take over. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love this while we take over. Um, okay, so today we are going to talk about, of course, the millennial mom. And for my listeners, of course, I have three boss mommies on the line today. And I love them and they mean a lot to me. So yeah, that's why they're here. Okay. Yeah. We love you too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way boss mommies sound. Okay. I do too. Yeah. I know. I, like I love that. Instagram description. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So um I would like y'all to introduce yourselves for the listeners that may know your voices, may not know your voices, you know, yeah. I don't think they know mine. No. <laughs> 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 I guess I'll go. I'm just going to make it real quick. I am Misha. I'm Misha Francis. If you guys don't know, I am the creator of Hey Simply Me, and I have an amazing son named Santana. So, well, and I'm just going to go on record and say he is the best little boy in this world. Thank you, Janine, for giving me this platform to talk about him. Yes, of course. Amazing. Um, I can go next. Um, my name is Tempest Swenson. I am the creator of a mommy blog called Life After Birth. And I have a 10-month-old son that goes by LJ. He's also pretty amazing. Yes, <laughs> LJ. Hey. That's my little boyfriend. <laughs> He's so precious. He be teaming on me with everybody, though. So. Right. Uh-oh. We got so many girlfriends. We got to keep our eyes on Mr. LJ. <laughs> right. <Bye>. right. <laughs> Okay, guys, so my name is Bria Irvin. I am the mother of Miss Callie Irvin, and she is 10 months. She is full of joy and laughter. She's a little jokester already. She literally will entertain anyone who sees her, so that's my little jokester kid, and she just makes me so happy, and I'm honored to be on the platform with you guys today. (laughs) Who Miss Callie sound like, y'all? Bria. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, that's a fall too far from the tree. Right. <laughs> that's her mama. Yes, I love me some Callie. I love me some Tana, and I love me some LJ. Like those are my kids. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's our future. That's the next generation. We are raising the next generation. Well, Tana is now going by bankroll. I don't know why, oh. but that's what he wants to call himself nowadays. So, bankroll oh, Tana. Okay. I don't know. Yes. We need his yes. bank to overflow. How about that? 
Yes, he has these blessings. He has to retire us all early. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that little boy is goofy. I don't know where he gets that from. Uh, uh, hello, okay. <laughs> I can tell you. For real. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. And as you can tell, we're all friends. So we like joke and goof off and stuff. So I mean, that's just us. So y'all might be hearing that you know today um so ladies now that we did the intro i mean of course i don't have to introduce me because everybody knows who i am um Mm. (laughs) 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 but today um i guess whoever wants to go first um we're going to talk about one thing that you like about being a mom in this millennial time and then something that you don't like being a mom in this time period whoever wants to go first i'll go first okay. so guys you have to excuse my voice today i'm a little under the my voice will project under the weather but i feel great so yeah um <laughs> but what i like most about being a millennial mom is that i have a little one that's like my best friend um, and every single thing that I do at this point with my baby being 10 months, it was just probably three weeks ago where I realized that she's starting to kind of mirror the things that I do. So I am literally a walking example to her every single day. So we're in front of the mirror and I notice she can brush her hair like how I brush my hair Aww. or she tries to brush her teeth. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So it took me back because I was like, At first, I mean, I've always taken being a mom serious, but now I truly take it serious because I see, like, actual it happening, like, her doing exactly what she sees. So it makes me want to be that person that's a good example. Of course, there are some things that we're going to learn together, and Mm -hmm. I think that's what I like most about being a millennial young mom is that a lot of times people will assume that you haven't figured out because you have the title of mom. Like, moms Mm -hmm. know everything come to mom with the answers but really as your firstborn you're kind of learning and journeying like with them um and so it's a humbling experience and I love that most probably um is having someone looking up to me literally it actually can copy me so I could use that to my advantage (laughs) or not (laughs) or not um but one of the things that I think it has been a challenge for me as a millennial mom is when she's crying and it's one of those sick cries where she can't really tell me exactly what's going on and I have to either Google or figure out or, you know, something like that, then it, that to me is one of the things because I don't know, especially if she's doing something outside of her norm mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I have to switch the routine and say, okay, what is it that's in her best interest? Is it one of those things where she really truly needs to get some rest or is it one of those things where I trust somebody to like watch her, you know, whatever the case may be. And that's been a challenge for me is kind of asking for help Mm -hmm. because now we're 10 months in and, you know, everything was good. The first six months, you know, everybody was calling, everybody was, oh, how can we do this, but mm-hmm. now we're almost a year mm-hmm. in and cool. you see those resources are kind of depleting. And I'm like, okay, do I call her grandparents to tell them that she needs some fall clothes right now? Or do I go and continue these three jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out? Can we mm-hmm. talk about that? That is so right. real. That is so real. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you have like a lot of, I don't want to call it hype, but just a lot of support 
when you you know the newness of it all like you're having mm-hmm. the baby the baby shower just mm-hmm. everything and then like a year later I'm not gonna say your loved ones don't still support and the people that you you know that really care but you do see sometimes that it kind of falls off and you're like yeah. whoa like right it happened? goes from you having a phone book to having a solid five you know <laughs> literally I'm that's how it goes top. okay Okay. And if you have that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, But the balance, I've learned that people are like, oh, I've stopped saying balance because I used to always say, oh, I'm just trying to balance it all. I'm just trying to figure out how to do X, Y, and Z, correct, you know, everything. And then I realized as a mama, there's no such thing. It's like you figure out what, where the priority is and you go from there and you make it work. So that's that's kind of my experience, the likes and dislikes of being a mommy. All right. I guess I'll go next. Um, Okay. So I guess I'm going to take a more general, like broad perspective. All right. So one of the things I love the most about being a millennial mom is just the plethora of opportunities that we have now. It's not like, Oh, you're a mom. So yeah, let's wrap that career up. um, Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's so many things that are commonplace now. Like you see moms in college, moms becoming entrepreneurs, moms just doing the damn thing. And um, not even just moms that are wise, but single moms too. You don't even know like how inspiring it is to look at social media or turn on a show that just depicts non-traditional moms killing it. Um, right. I know I saw the other day on The Shade Room, it was a post about how black single moms. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Sorry. What happened? Oh, you said shade rooms. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I can't no, like no, no, I'm not talking about a scandal. I was talking- <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Got it. <laughs> no, there was a post on there, and it was talking about how black single moms dominate corporate America. And I was just inspired. Like, if you know my story, um, viewers, you know, I had my son at a very young age, and his biological father isn't around. But shout out to the man that really raised him. Your love, sir. Um, okay. It's just. I'm just saying it's inspiring to see stories that look like you and see people still be successful with those stories, you know? So just being part of a movement that changes the narrative for moms is beautiful to me. Yes, and I just feel like moms just truly have the opportunity to do things that may not have been as widely accepted in like previous generations. Right. Okay. Um, oh, and then what's your uh, bad? Yeah, I talk a lot. Um, so the thing that I hate again generally I hate being put in a box I don't know if you Tempest or Bria have experienced this but to me it's just so crazy because sometimes it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't I just think there are so many people that have their opinions on how a mom should behave and how a mom should act and what a mom should say just everything and um I just say, do what works for you and your family. If you are a stay-at-home mom, working mom, whatever, just own it. I just think I hate how rigid people can be. Like, mm-hmm. actually, sir and ma'am, I'm, I'm just more, de- I'm not defined by if I stay at home or not. Like, Blue, beyond my child, um, being my life, I'm a real person, and I'm a multifaceted right. person at that. So you're going to be dead confused trying to box me into one category. I'm a nerd. I love God. I love <laughs> trap music. I'm talking about Gucci kick a doe. I love it. Watch the two just released. Listen, <laughs> I'm about to drop a mixtape too. And so <laughs> my point is that yes, I'm a mother, but I'm still a whole person with my own likes and dislikes. 
and I don't want to be put in a box. So I don't know, maybe that's just a little too progressive for people, but I feel like millennial moms are really progressive. So I agree with that. And Amisha, I just have to say mm-hmm. that um, you do a good job of breaking that stigma of like, you know, being a mom and, and like being in this millennial age where like, I guess like a lot of the older generation, like they kind of expect you to be like, okay, now that you have this child, like, yes. I mean, like you can't go out, you can't, you know, have lunch exactly. with your friends, you can't like mm-hmm. do a lot of things. You just have to stay at home and take care of that child, which y'all do, but it's okay to have a life outside mm-hmm. of that. And I'm sure your children would love to see their parents out just having fun, enjoying themselves because I mean, y'all were people before they came, so. I appreciate right. and that. You know how, right, and you know how people say you can't pour into, you can't pour into anything if you're empty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, how are we supposed to be the best moms for our child if we don't make sure that we take care of ourselves from that human mm-hmm. being, you know, approach of things, so yeah. Yeah, I agree, and Janine, I will say, just to respond to you, um, I do my best at trying to, but I will go on record and say it's not easy. You still have people that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, maybe throw shade or just have their comments about mm-hmm. what you should and shouldn't do. I don't know. <clears throat> have you ever experienced that or Tempest? Like, just. I've experienced it even with my own family. Yes. I don't experience it more from, you know, our peers because mm-hmm. I think our peers are, are kind understand. of on the same wave minus the kid. But um, from a older mm-hmm. perspective and people who are very traditional, mm-hmm. I have heard, well, you should be at home or yeah. why are you doing X, Y, and Z when, you know, you're missing the best parts of their life. Mm-hmm. You know how that goes. So I've, you hear that. But to me, it motivates you. It's like a stepping stone to say, well, my daughter or son will know that mm-hmm. this is the type of well-rounded woman that my mom is. I agree, Bria. It comes from more older people, more traditional people Mm. from me, too. And then Mm -hmm. what I've seen, I may not have experienced it as much, but this is part of my downfall. Sorry, it's kind of going to segue into that. But my Mm -hmm. downfall Mm -hmm. of being a millennial mom, like in the social media age or in the age of just being bold and say whatever you want to say, kind of, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what I see. They feel... Like, a lot of people think it's just okay to comment on any and everything about how you're being Mm -hmm. a mom, whether they think this is okay Mm -hmm. or if it's not. As long as my child is happy, fed, okay, Mm -hmm. what does it matter whether I breastfeed or don't breastfeed or take them out to the park every day? Like, it could be something so little, and I see it all the time. Like, um, with me having a blog, I follow a lot of other, like, influential social media moms that have blogs or whatever, and I see mm-hmm. a million comments on, mm-hmm. oh, why didn't you comb her hair or something? And I'm like, <laughs> oh the baby knocking her fro. Like, what does it matter? Tempest, when I decided to let my son express himself and grow out his hair, you will not believe how many people had something to say about right. that. Right. I'm telling you, like, left and right, y'all, um, the comments, like, you really letting him do that or... Um, someone tried to call his hair nappy. Just different things. What in the yeah. world? Like Tana look good. I don't care if nobody says. So. <laughs> okay, period. That's how I feel, brother. Right. <laughs> no, mm. but um, Tempest, that's very real. I feel like people are emboldened when they're behind a computer or mm-hmm. phone or whatever. But um, it happens. Yeah, and that's that's like the downfall of this day and age. But then to me, it can also be like the upside of it all. 
um, because I dealt with postpartum depression and all that. And it was hard Mm -hmm. for me to like kind of get over it in a sense, but I was able to get my blog out of it. So social media has helped me do that. And in a sense, Mm -hmm. I've been able to help other moms as well. I'm going to shine a light on Bria and Misha for a second. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right. They also like came up with a mommy and me event. And me and LJ, because of my depression and different things, it was hard for me to get out. And I was like, uh, I know other moms, but this is where I'm safe. And Bria and Misha kind of like through social media and there's a mommy group chat. They have supported me in so many ways that I don't even know if they know how they have touched me and helped me. But they had a field day event. And me and LJ went, and granted, LJ couldn't do any events, but they included him. Every mom was including every child, and it was, like, the most amazing feeling, and it helped me so much because I would have just been at home, like, stuck in my feelings with my baby, like, I don't know what to do, like, you know. So yes, you're gonna make me cry. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. Seriously. <laughs> I know. I say the same thing. I don't know if it's just a millennial mom movement or what. Um, I can't speak to previous generations, but I can say in this generation, we have so many other moms that we can lean on. Like yeah. we are really um just we uplift each other, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And we're so connected yeah. and we're transparent we about things that are going on, like real deal things that are going on um how do you discipline your child or um how do you breastfeed just different things yeah. and you never feel alone or I don't feel alone at least I think that social media too has a lot to do with it because yeah. back you know I guess like you know our parents and maybe like our grandparents and stuff you know when they would have babies you know like at a young age they really didn't have like a community but their family or church or like whatever but like with social media and like from what i've Mm -hmm. noticed i mean with y'all and of course with other moms that are millennials it just seems like the community is so strong y'all are so Mm -hmm. confident y'all are so empowering and i'm like well dang she will i'm like whatever i have kids you know like hopefully i have this this strong little community still you got us girl I would I, I agree with that one hundred percent guys, but I am I have to be the devil's advocate here and say social media is such a and blessing. Mm-hmm. But it will yes, because for me I'm like I love it, but I'm also like, okay, well if this baby can sign language, yeah. if this baby can mm-hmm. do this, this X, Y, and Z, well what is little Callie, you know, what program do I need to get Callie? And I know that's I know I shouldn't be that way, um, but you follow so many different moms that are capable of doing it and that are, so it gives you hope, okay, yes, I can do it, but it's yeah. pressure too to do it. You know, I just learned today that yes, thoughts are, they, there's a saying that mm-hmm. says it's the thoughts that count, but no, it's the actions that count. It's the, it's the doing that counts. So when you have that whole comparison thing, it kind of makes me feel like, stop yeah. thinking let me just do but it makes yeah. me like okay it's very enough. true yeah you know? does that make sense so wow okay some some great conversations and i did uh take some notes about what y'all said um now bria okay so you mentioned how um like uh one of your uh positives was um having your best friend basically because callie is essentially um your best friend and being that you're a young mom um, do you think it would be the same way, of course, when she gets older 
and um things like that you know being that y'all would be kind of like you know kind of I wouldn't say close in age but I mean you would relate to her better than let's say like if a 50 year old had a baby or something right um I would say I that's my goal is to have an open line of communication with her and really treasure every Mm -hmm. single moment with her um and so with those experiences that we have that she continues to grow comfort um in herself in in regards to her confidence but also have confidence to come to her mom and say mom I know you may not want to hear this but I trust that whatever judgment that you have is going to be in my best you know regard so I I hope that it's like that forever but I know I have a little sister who is a teenager and me and my teen, I kind of raised her in a way, but not like I didn't provide for her, but I was like kind of really mm-hmm. there mentoring her along. And I've noticed some of her changes just as she's aging with her attitudes and all that. So I'm kind of expecting for Callie to give me a little bit of, you know, a little bit of sass, a little bit of attitude, but just being able to go along with that and let her know, okay, yes, you may can have that, but, you know, after your little moment, come back to mama and let me know how you really feel, what's causing that, and I hope that, you know, I'm yeah, laying those foundations yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh. But I want Kelly to stay small forever, so I don't want her to grow. <laughs> me too. She's like a doll baby. I know, she's getting too big. Thank you. Okay, and, and Misha? Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> um, I just want to hear more about um, the opportunities that you mentioned that you say that, you know, that millennial moms have now, I guess just elaborate on that a little bit more for people. Yeah. I think um, we were talking about it previously, but I just feel like there, there's a lot of mom shaming that does happen. However, I feel like um, it's more accepted now. If you want to, go to um, college. I see a lot of moms in school. I see a lot of moms like just doing things that I don't feel like was always accepted. I know for me, um, when I was 17 and found out I was pregnant, I was so worried about my future. Like if I was going to be able to do X, Y, and Z and just to be in grad school right now, um, girl, it is, it's, it's mind blowing to me. I'm super humble about it, but I don't know. It just makes me almost like want to cry because I'm so inspired by so many moms that I see that are out here just killing it. Um, it's, it's like I said before, just changing the narrative of what a mom has to be like. Yes, you can love your child, have your child provide your, for your child, raise your child, but you can also still be you and be a person um, behind all of that. So I think that's beautiful. Right. Right. For sure. Mm hmm. I have a question in regards to that, Nisha. When did you feel that? Because your child is older than mm-hmm. our little 10-month-old babies. So what kind of encouragement do you have for us, in a way, as they're, you know, aging, to feel that, okay, I can go out and do it? Uh, yeah, when when did you feel time? that? Hello. Uh, yes, story. <laughs> oh, my God. So um, I don't know if any of you guys had, like, post um well what do you call it graduation yeah no not postpartum Postpartum. when I graduated um undergrad I went through like a grad school depression like I don't know I feel like it's really easy when you're in school to stay involved and you know I um, was able to start an organization join organizations everything like it was great but when you graduate it's kind of like okay you're really like starting a life and um I went through 
a lot of just like being down. Um, and I woke up one day and I just realized like I, I was going to work and coming home, but I wasn't doing anything that was fulfilling for me. And I just thought to myself, like, what do you like to do? And what are you passionate about? And I don't know, I'm not going to be cliche, but my son was right there. And I was just like, okay, this, this little boy is the highlight of my life. He is the joy of my life. He deserves more than a mom that's just going to work, coming home. And just, I wasn't happy. Um, So just seeing him and knowing that I want him to grow up to be whatever he wants to be. I want him to be inspired by his mom. I was doing a disservice to myself and also doing a disservice to my child by not pursuing the things that I know I could pursue and that I'm not becoming the woman I know I could be. Um, so it was around the time, like after actually um, graduating from UNCC, my undergrad, that I really like had some some nights, some reflective days. And I told myself, no, you're going to keep going. And it's not just because of you, but your son needs to see that no matter what you're faced with in life, he can be whatever he wants to be if he works for it. I don't know if that answered your question, but I hope it did. It did. Yeah, that's, that's real good. I do have a question for y'all too, like, because like the way that you talk about your kids are just, I mean, to me, it's like, I guess it's similar to being in love with a significant other, but I feel like it's different, I mean, for a child. So I can only imagine how that feeling is, you know, for a child and um, how much that child, like, you know, motivates you guys. Cause y'all always say, you know, like, this is, um, who I'm working for this is who I'm grinding for like so I'm just I'm just amazed at the feeling that like y'all describe all the time so I just want to know could y'all describe it or is it just kind of like <laughs> that feeling is so y'all, surreal it is it no is like greater feeling other. you can't even yes. describe it I um, made a post the other day you can't like, I'm in grad school for counseling and my son just came in he was like you want to practice with me? You want to role play with me? And y'all, he pretended like he was a client. I kid you not. He pretended like he was getting getting bullied in school and allowed me to practice my counseling skills on him. Like, you you cannot make this feeling up. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's motivating. It's it's what you never thought you would That is crazy. It's one of those things. Because that is so true. Yeah, that gave me chills just <laughs> that, now. And then it's it even like I know you were mm-hmm. kind of like describing it similar to a relationship, uh-huh. and in a way, you know how when you're with someone, you're in this together. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Like you're in this life thing with that baby, like you know, with your baby. Oh. And I came up with a song when Andre was like three months old. And I say, I got you and you got me. And this is how it's going to be. Like, and when I tell you, it it got. I love it. But no, because that's really what my mom is. You know, you protect them and you guide them through everything in life. And it is amazing. It's a surreal feeling. And no matter how hard it gets, it is. And you have to have someone looking at you like you're the best person in this world I can be mm-hmm. having a rough day work school maybe something happened with you know whoever but I come home and 
and he's just looking at like I'm the best thing since sliced bread. It goes like, away, I, right? It just I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's the best reward. Like you it continually is. get rewarded despite it, all it the really trouble is. and everything. It's a constant it, reward. Yes. Yeah. Right. And it challenges you. Like I know in life we're always mm-hmm. seeking new opportunities and seeking new ways to expand, but being a mom is probably one of the greatest challenges because that it's all you it's all your responsibility and I was looking in the mirror today guys y'all I swear to you and I was like wow Mm -hmm. I had a whole baby like I my stomach from from the seed you know what I'm saying like from the growth from from finding out to where she is now my baby was formed in my belly it grew it took several several months Mm -hmm. and I was just reflecting on that today like wow Come Did that human really just come out of me? And then I had an even greater respect for all mamas because exactly. somebody okay. everybody, you know, that we encounter. Um, and so it's just the whole mm-hmm. pro- process from the birthing experience to the raising to everything, I think it's one of the most rewarding, life-changing, loving. It's good. It's just good and I was we that. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> and, and I'm about the other side, okay? Okay. Yeah, Misha, because you uh, have for some stuff. Mm-hmm. Attitude. Yeah. Y'all, mm-hmm. he already got an attitude. You better calm Listen, down. Okay. Well, I can't. Right. After this call, honey. Look. And tell you what you got to look forward to. Oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> exactly. Don't you love that mama instinct that we get, like that black mama? Uh-huh. Like, you be in a whole nother room. What you doing? I know you're doing something. Yeah, uh-uh. If you're in another room exactly. and stuff goes quiet, honey. You oh, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> right. It is a cold night. It is a problem. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day where, like, Callie gets into something that's bad, to be honest. Like, something that I experienced because as I grew up, I um challenged my parents a lot like I low-key was a problem kid and then I had a lot of experiences even after I got a got out of high school and I'm just looking for the day where Callie's like going through something and I can actually relate to it you know what I'm saying you and then you're gonna get the days where you're disciplining parts are you disciplining your child for parts that are you like my son is really Mm. smart Mm, that's real but he's a class clown and I know that I like to joke a lot so some of the stuff he says it really be funny but I can't (laughs) I can't laugh with him you know what I mean I don't know that's gonna be very interesting because like you said the apple doesn't fall far from the tree so they're gonna have a lot of your qualities and characteristics and so that'll be very interesting for you you know that saying that um, the kid comes oh, back to you tenfold as yourself. Okay, <laughs> twenty. Wow, it's y'all. So true. It's true. So true. He was another story time. His teacher wow. um, called me and she was like, "I told Tana to please stop signing his name as Santana Moss, the star." He kept. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. He had a talk with him, but in his head, he was like, "That's who he is," and he kept doing it. So little things like that. Like he hasn't really done anything. I feel like that is horrible, but he is a goof, and so your kids definitely do come back to you, just like you were. Um, yeah. 
That's funny. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I ask you a question, Janine? Oh my gosh. Uh oh. Well, uh, sure. <laughs> Girl, are you scared? <laughs> Scared to have kids? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, no. Part two to be continued. No, no. Well, no. No, we can talk about it for a few minutes. Do you feel pressure? Do you feel pressure? From my mom and dad. Mm. Because, like, they're and from me. Oh, no, okay. don't feel pressure. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel pressure, Janine. Like, definitely no. do it whenever you get ready. You and Clinton get ready, but um, I'm ready. Uh-oh. Right, that's Uh-oh. what I said. <laughs> yeah, we ready. we ready. We ready. <laughs> we had a choice. We got you. <laughs> yeah, because my parents, right. like, they are so ready. Like, you know, they always just hint at it ask questions I'm like we're ready to be grandparents we still want to play with our grandkids I'd be like y'all are not even that old so please relax and you know I told myself okay so I can't you know like plan it because I mean God of course he has the final say but I had told myself it would have to be before my 30th birthday or after my 30th birthday just because I want to have a dirty 30 birthday and I don't want to be drunk. I mean, I'm going to be Watch pregnant. Watch what that video, girl. Watch. <laughs> I said, you have to plan it the right way. Like, uh, I don't know. Well, but Janine, don't feel... since I put you on the hot seat, Bria and Tom. <laughs> well, okay, we should mm-hmm. just people out. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all, y'all want a second? Second baby. I want oh, give me five. Oh no. Yes, Bria. Yes. I cannot wait. As soon as God no. put, you know, do his thing, because there's a couple oh, things that we gotta get in order first. And that's I eat a husband. But other than that, I'll, let me okay. have all your babies. Okay, yes. <laughs> I love it. I I really I enjoy kids that much, honestly. Like and I know people are like, wow, that's going to be a lie. It's a lot of money, blah, blah. I just feel like if God allows me to bear that many oh, kids, man. he's also going to provide for those many kids. So that's kind of how And then I it's like you don't have that yeah. many kids in, like, a senseless situation. Like, you would have it in a responsible one. So he's yeah. going to provide for those kids. What about you, Sam? Right. Well, I hope the right. Lord and listens to my prayers, and I may want one more. If not, me and LJ, cool. <laughs> me, LJ, and JT, the three of us, we good. But no, me and my boyfriend, we talked about it, and we said, one more, but like a few years from now. After that, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I do want, okay so, okay, so when I do have kids, I do want four. Okay. Okay. You and Bria. <laughs> and y'all matching babies. Yes. And Misha, I know. Right. What wow. about you? My call is like getting fuzzy. I can't hear y'all. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> right, like clearly. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Okay, so I have always said it's me and Tana. I'm done. Like, I don't want any more kids. But, um, I would have this one particular man's baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we got to talk about this, like, <laughs> off the show. Like, we can't talk about him. Call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. like, mystery man. Okay, so you heard her, right? So. He know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. right. He know who so, he is. As long as you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So was there anything else y'all wanted to say? Nah, this is really fun. Thanks, bro. It was a great time. Yeah, maybe oh the baby can do um, that. Yes. Podcast with you. I promise yeah. you will. Yes, Tan. Okay. Yes, we'll have a part two in in season two. We'll just do it in season two. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, girl. Yes, of course. Yes, I'm glad that y'all had fun. I know we had to do it in the middle of the day, but it still worked out. It did. Okay. All right, Bozzetti. I'll talk to y'all next time. Yes. This has been real talk. Thanks for having us, Janine. And the boss mommy. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got to go change my bio. Oh, God. Okay. Bye. 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 Make sure to keep up with Nini on Instagram at Real Talk with Nini Podcast. And my personal IG is Miss Nini Baby with two Y's and an underscore. Thank you for listening and have a great week.